welcome to the Simple Minds Podcast, where six mates unpack three topics over a new drink each week. Fuck it. Just go with that. We'll fix it if it's... Episode 26, welcome. What's this, Gus? Oh, sorry. <laughs> welcome, Travis Hato, to episode 26 of the Simple Minds Group. I was saying thanks to Steph. Simple Mind. Hi, Steph. We're telling us that we've, it was episode 26. We've only got four of us in the room today, uh, Matt Hannum and... Justin Bourne are uh, notable exclusion, so you won't get the dulcet tones of uh, Justin and you won't get the magicness of Magic Matt Hannum. But we do have a big friggin' photo in the room here, so he's he's here with with us in some way, shape or form. We do, we'll have to get that on the social account. Yeah, we'll do that. Um, (laughs) Simple mind. As you can can hear, Travis Hoda's probably been on some sort of talking gas. Uh, Welcome, Travis. I feel good today. I feel good. Don't know how about you guys. Are you ready for a good one? Let's go. Let's go hard today. Welcome, (laughs) Travis Hoda. Let's do it. I'm pumped. Michael Duncan. Hello. Oh, you got a mention today in the little vlog that uh, that Marco's been shooting of me today. Oh, good, man. I think I might have berated you about something. Oh, probably. No. Vision mission values. <laughs> <laughs> My why. I don't and, know. And we've got uh, Marco No. Hey, guys. No father today, man. No, no way. That was, that was an no epic way. episode, right? That, that <laughs> last week's episode seriously just knocked me uh, after that. Oof. Uh, yeah, yeah it's good. Four days to... Recoup. No. I don't. I actually watch. I did watch that episode with my mum and my brother on Wednesday night. Oh wow! Instead oh, of Love so you got all the, the footage and stuff. That's cool. Don't tell me you watch. No, I don't. No, I, I do. I do not watch that stupid show. But um, yeah, so I, I, I was very appreciative of that experience, gentlemen. So thanks very much for that. Um, hmm. I think it stuck with him. And he, so two two little stories. One was um, on Monday. He was like, "So when's you know when's the episode come out?" And obviously we're about four or five episodes <laughs> behind. So he's got four or five weeks to wait before it actually goes online. Um, and then the second one was today. I just got a one-liner text from him saying, "I love you," oh, and that was really nice. So I think uh, he's had a he's had a good week. That's cool. Good. That's good. That's good. Mm. So Did he I'm, go to Bunnings I'm, at the weekend. That's the he, went to the ch- he went to church, mate. Yeah. Went to church. <laughs> Made all the priests. <laughs> hey, I've, uh, so I'm hosting. So I've got the drink, and we are drinking uh, a beer that I had during Spring Carnival in Melbourne last year. Uh-huh. Thanks to my cousin uh, Rowdy. Shout out to you, Rowdy. If, hope you're listening. Um, Furfy. So I think from I haven't read it, but I believe it's a Victorian it boutique Victorian, beer. Victorian, yeah. Um, wasn't bad at the races. Um, and on a lovely winter's afternoon in Perth, pretty fitting. It's pretty sunny outside, so. Too bad. Right Cheers, lads. Mm, cheers. Cheers. You read my mind. It felt like a beer today. I've been saying it all day. I can confirm that he's not been saying that at all today. <laughs> <laughs> really? Him really? All day. Been thinking it all day. He's been and thinking, oh, thinking it all day. He's probably been thinking it. I thought I had said it to you a few I times. I have video <laughs> proof that you have not said that. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's interesting. It is. It is interesting. You must have just been thinking it. I did. I, did. I, 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 just, I don't know what. Like I didn't. It's not that I wanted to call you out on that. I just find it funny that I know that, that that's not listen. true. Like, that's how many other, topics, how so many other just, things? How many just, other things do we say that we say all day we don't fucking actually say? Interesting. Yeah, yeah, Travis, I'm with you. Let's just have a shit chat. No topics. Let's just uh, let's go. Bring fire to Conrad today. Get uh, stuff, man. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, so, so I have brought the drinks and. The, the only difference between drinking them here and obviously Melbourne, apart from the location, is that usually Spring Carnival has a bit more attractive people to drink around. I'm stuck with you four. Uh, oh, three. Po- well, that's a bit rough. It's good, it's good to see you can, you can count. Well, there is four. There's a fourth <laughs> one here, um, Steph. It doesn't smell um, like horse. But usually they're, they're wearing fascinators and skimpy dresses at the races. Well, not really skimpy, but... I can, I can do that if you want. <laughs> Mate, if it ever got down to me watching you in a dress... 
I would certainly be running the other way. So if you've been hitting that um, fast forward plus 15 second button on your uh, podcast right now, this is the point to which tuning in because we'll, we should probably start the content. Okay. So on content, uh, we've, uh, we've got Michael, which we'll probably open with you and I'll close with, um, with mine if that's all right with you. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Either, either way, man. Either way. Yeah. Over to you, Mike. Over to me. Okay. Um, I've been listening to a, an audio book over the last couple of weeks on mindfulness What's it called? I was looking up that. Uh, the Science of Mindfulness. <laughs> hey, you reckon it's on um, mindfulness? By, it's, a, it's a lecture. It's a lecture series yeah. by this guy. It might um, be just on science. Ronald Siegel, which was the guy that I, I shared that content of. That's the only thing. I could, couldn't find anything. When was the book written, mate? I'm just, I, think I, I don't know. It's from probably over the last five years or so. It's, it's, mod, it's modern. So we'll circulate the book and the YouTube you sent to us. Not that the d- YouTube. Yeah, that, 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 that maybe d- fell asleep <laughs> It's worth, it's worth watching some oh. of the guy's hairstyle hair and moustache. Oh, it's a little bit like Einstein. It's a bit like Einstein. Did. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only thing, like, because you asked, you know, share something yeah. about it. I couldn't really share the audiobook, so that's the only thing I could find on YouTube was this dude talking about happiness. So, um, And that's what I kind of want to talk about today. There was a really interesting um, chapter. At the, I've, not, I've not listened to the, to the whole thing, but at the beginning, talking about the human... Um, how deeply evolved we are to be negative as, as a race, as a human race. And I've got a, a quick opening um, Russian adage for you, which will shed a little bit of light, light on it, or at least set the tone. Uh, are you going to say it in English, though? <laughs> I can't speak Russian. Okay, I don't understand Russian. I can do it in a Russian, I won't do it in a Russian accent, I won't do that. A spoonful of tar can spoil a barrel of honey, but a spoonful of honey does nothing for a barrel of tar. Does that make sense? I really want to hear yes. it in Russian now. <laughs> a spoonful of tar can spoil a barrel, barrel of honey, yep. but a spoonful of honey does nothing for a barrel of tar. Yeah, I, I think the, get con- that? The, the context yeah. I get, yeah. yeah. You get the context of that, that something negative can really blow away the positive completely, mm. where something positive really can't overtake the, the, negative. the, the, the bigger negative. Yeah. And I'll sort of go through my, um, my findings of that through, through reading this book. It's all to do with our ancestry, pretty much. Um, over the last sort of few hundred thousand years, and even 600 mil- million years ago when we started off as bloody jellyfish or whatever, like our whole... Crayfish. Crayfish? I don't know. Jordan Peterson's crayfish. We evolved from crayfish. We did, we did. The hierarchy and stuff. It's some good stuff on that, actually. Um, but our fear and our negativity, which is in all our lives... Um, and you probably know people that are more negative than others and, and whatever. But it all comes from us reacting to situations that we've had, like a survival mechanism. You see a lion, or you see, you see what you think is maybe a lion hiding behind a bush. If you think of that as, oh, it might just be a rock, or if you think of it as a lion, the fear kicks in, you know, that nervous, nervous energy kicks in. Over thousands of years of doing that, or hundreds of thousands of years of doing that, we have become, because obviously if you do one thing and say, oh, it's a rock and don't worry about it, the lion kills you, okay? So you're obviously, that's not going to keep you, keep you going. But um, if the, the, the fear kicks in, these are the guys that are going to survive. So over, over thousands of years, we've developed the, the habit of the negative side is actually keeping us alive. So if you look at something, any situation in the negative, you're more likely to actually procreate, survive, keep going. So... Um, 
that's kind of what I want to talk about today. Um, I've sort of lost my train of thought. I've got way too much text here, Conrad. You're right about the bits of paper. I do probably you, shouldn't. Do you support the the what the, the, what, the theory on it? Yeah. Oh, completely. No, I think that is uh, that's a human trait. Like everybody, every single human in the world. That a negative will be, you will focus more on the negative than the positive in, in most situations. But mindfulness and practices can help sway the balance of that. Um, but as a race, as a as sort of homo sapiens, we, we have the propensity to, to always err on the negative side because that's how we survived over, over thousands and thousands of years. Um, so what I want to ask you guys is that what sort of, I mean, do you, do, you under, do you understand that and do you, do you feel that, like, in situations, I suppose? That's one question. That, that was probably the biggest aha moment I had from watching that video was when he was saying, actually, we've evolved to pay attention to the negative and when he put mm. it in, the, in that frame, I was like, oh, that's a really interesting point. And it's actually developed in the brain, like yeah. the amygdala in the brain has actually like two thirds of it is focused on negative things around us. Yeah. That's why we tend to like, the negative is the first thing we go to. <coughs> yeah. But it takes practice to try and, I mean, the thing is, I think, I mean, in this day and age, we, we are obviously not going to be attacked by lions or most, most populations are in a fairly safe place compared to what it was when you were fighting, fighting the, the elements, like yeah. truly fighting the elements back in the day. So, are you sure? Winston, my cat, he would actually would come out of the shower. <laughs> he looks like a bit of a lion. That's it. I mean, that, and that's where, I mean, it's very hard to try and override like hundreds of thousands of years of evolution. Yeah. And it's inbuilt in your nervous system, in your brain. That's, that's what I found most interesting out of the, that video that I fell asleep in yeah, twice. Twice, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Legitimately, I, I even tried to listen to it driving here. I kept zoning yeah, out. Didn't fall asleep. No. Hopefully, uh, is that everyone has their own reset button on what level of negativity and positivity they kind of reset back to? Yep. Um, which I I never really comprehended prior to that point of li like hearing that from him because I always just thought some people would just sad more stories, yeah, yeah, yeah. more negative, and yep. you know I I'm a very upbeat and positive person. Yep, and sort of live my life that way. Uh, so learning that is quite interesting that other people do have a lower you know, point yeah. of... Well, that's advice. where that mindfulness comes in in the practices because the, you have that neuroplasticity, they call it, where you can actually teach your brain and get it to become more positive. And people like, obviously, Buddhists, and he talks a lot about the Eastern traditions in there, are obviously more likely to have that, that sort of edge. Whereas, I mean... Just now, we're bombarded by information all the time. So, and the thing is, when we're bombarded by so much information, the negative thing is firing off all the time because that is the first thing that the brain will do. And that's everybody. But being able to teach yourself to react, like the negative comes in, think about it, it's negative. How do you push that? How do you get that to the positive quicker? Um, so that's the big part of it. So. It's hard fighting evolution like nature. We're, the, the, the ones that survived over the course of all these years were the ones that had that fight, and fight or flight sort of response. So, Would you, would you agree with the statement that uh, a lot of people are negative purely uh, because of fear of failure? 
because like if they if they have to be positive and they're going to set themselves up, you know, it's like uh, I'm going to go get this. Uh, you're going in for a job interview, and it's easier to be negative. I, I'll flip it. I think it's a fear of success that that, that pushes people into that ne- that negative space. Yeah. yeah, they they're not they're not really wanting the output of what success looks like. The work. It's, it's much easier to be negative. Yeah, yeah exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, okay, and I'll probably get slaughtered for, for referencing this, but there's a great article written by Lance Armstrong on that exact psychology, the fear of fear of success. Um, and when you look at his story. Um, he he did everything in his power to not fail. Everything, everything. <laughs> yeah. So he obviously to the counterintuitive to that is that he went to the extreme of chasing success to counteract the level of impact that failure would have in his yeah. life. And this is, I mean, this is what it, we're talking about: is to get to happiness or get to success is hard work. Yeah. Because you're fighting that evolutionary kind of process the whole time. So it well, takes... You, you are. It's, it's, you know, and I was talking to Marco today about certain situations without naming names, you know, I, I'm, I'm acutely aware of a situation with a with an acquaintance of mine that um, changed jobs chasing what would make him happy. Chasing, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, six months later, he's looking for work back in a field he left. Again, I would yep. assume, chasing happiness. Um, as opposed to Let's go to the opposite of side. Let's assume you're already happy. Yep. Or, or accepting or, or the negative, the, accepting the, 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 the... Or you have the opportunity to be happy where you already are. Yep. Yep. You know? Um, and, and to a certain level, like, what, we're, we're what round? Are we? Round 12 at the moment with the basketball trap? I believe so. Round 12 in the SBL over here and... Um, and, the, and my team and Travis's team, the Parallax Hawks, we're sitting on a five-game losing streak at the moment. And I had a, had a chat with... Uh, four of our players after the game on Friday night, and you know I was hearing what the negatives were, what they were seeing, and what and well, what, that's what they're where's that's, well, that, that's all they're yeah. seeing. That's all they're, yep. they're seeing. The negatives in, in the in the structure. They're seeing the negatives in in what the, the coaching staff are asking them to do. And I and I got them to pause a bit, and I said, "Well, guys, all I'm hearing are the negatives." I said, "Isn't there?" I said, "You're failing to see the positive. Every picture exists in two states: negative and positive. But you have, we've got photographers and, and video guys here, right? They exist in a negative and a, and a positive." of the image, and it takes both to see the complete picture. Yeah. And then I brought it back to those optical illusions of, um, I don't know whether you guys remember this, but um, there's a picture floating around, there's a number of pictures floating around, but the one I'm referring to is the one where you've got the two people's faces on either side of the page and they're generally the black. black, and then when you look at the negative of that picture, you see the goblet or the wine glass. Um, but Only to- a few people, well, most humans, 99% can't see both at the same time. Exactly. Either one or the other. Exactly. So, so there, therein lie lies how we've been geared and wired yeah, yeah, to yeah. see what, you know, and largely it's black. Yeah. This is a really interesting thing that got me with this because I didn't really understand how much we're hardwired to be negative. Yeah. But it makes so much bloody sense. Like, you know, during a day, and you might have the, the best look what's on TV ever. at the moment, mate. Look what's in the news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. The news, that, the news marketing, all that sort so of you, stuff, you, you use that. So when you a, look at your reticular activation system and what you're feeding yourself... Yeah. It becomes very obvious as to why we see what we see. Yep. Um, you know, I get irate at my mum because of all the drama she consumes and I'm having to um, pull it all out of her and sit there and watch things that aren't dramatic so that she can feel at ease. Yep. It's, you know, my mum operates a very high level of tension and stress and whether she understands it or not, but it's largely for what she consumes. Yeah, yeah. well, you see kids these days, suppose my son's the same, playing the games they do. Yeah. I have nothing against that. I mean, I used to play 
uh, sort of war games when I was a kid. Um, but putting yourself into the state as opposed to staying in the state are two different things, right? Definitely, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I 100% agree with the, the honey and tar analogy. Because it's a great when analogy. You're, when you're in a, uh, a very happy state, uh, it's so easy just to instantly become negative. Yeah, uh, because that can creep in quite easily. Because there's, yeah, there's no fear attached to it, yeah. so you're you're sort of in this sort of vulnerable, happy yeah. position. But when you're in a, a complete negative state, uh, it's it's a very very hard thing to then dig yourself out into that positive state. Yeah. It, yeah. You really have to you know have a hack or a trick yeah. or yeah, you know, exactly. a, yeah. a strategy or a process because the mind just grips in and say, and stays with it because that's the survival mechanism kicking yeah. in. And um, I like this little. Um, quote that he has in here saying the brain is like velcro for negative experiences mm. but teflon for positive ones like you can go through a whole day and have like 80 amazing happy interactions with people but one person shits you during the day <laughs> and that is the one you remember at the end of the day yeah oh, that happens too often and, until you choose to to start in a different mindfulness headspace. it's yeah. mindfulness it's, it's, it's choices right i mean so we can default to read a newspaper and shit Listen to the radio with news. I don't shit. listen. Yeah, I don't listen to that. I know, and I used to consume talkback radio like it wouldn't be because I, I convinced myself I needed to know what the world was talking about. That was a fucking lie. <laughs> Who the hell gives a shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's all crap anyway. It's people that yeah. got too much time in their hands to whinge, bitch, and complain. Yeah. But they pay the bills of talkback radio people. Mm. Marco, any thoughts? Yeah, very quiet over there, Marco. Yeah, analyze, mate. Yeah, Marco's Mark, had a very intense day, mate. He just, I, um, he just <laughs> what have you done to him, Conrad? No, no, no. I, I mean, I guess I'm just observing today mostly, but uh, I am slightly struggling with how much everyone's just on board with the fact that with the with the Russian is a proverb passage, yeah. whatever adage or whatever adage, you would adage, want to call okay, it. That's yeah. the that's the term because. I find that when I'm good and I'm going well and I'm doing things for me, it takes some pretty big negatives to flip that because I feel like I'm in a good place to process negative things and and I'm so I'm struggling with the saying, I guess. Hey, that's I hear. I'm trying to is, that, is that a combination of things or is it just sort of generally one large thing? How, how do you I, define I that? Think, yeah, I think it just... It, I won't be prescriptive about it, but it just depends on the magnitude of the single thing or, yeah. or the... Is that, or the is, that, is that a... Let, let's put this in context though, right? Over the last 12 months, two years, your mindset has changed massively, right? Yeah. So can you take us back to a time prior to a lot of the work you've been doing on yourself now where that might fit? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I, and I, I can still see um, how, how it, it can fit. Yeah. I just... What what really stuck with me from the video that we watched and what he said was the that we're trained to do it, um, which I've already said. But then two that everyone has a point where they default back to on negativity, and I think um, just having heard that and then thinking about the work that I've been trying to do on myself, maybe I'm just at the moment being good at consistently training myself mm. to stay at you're a very, higher level. You're mindful. You're mindful, obviously. So. Yeah. So then, oh, you're I'm enlightened, seeing, man. Sorry, you're enlightened. No, <laughs> he is floating in the corner of the room. Yeah, that's yeah, just here. Yeah. Little <laughs> Zen pose on the go. No, um, true story though. You've you've I you've chosen the mindset, right? Yeah, because the, the other yeah. shit doesn't serve you. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's this is what this is about. It is exactly. being able to control and I, it. And what I'm just I, what I'm really liking about it is that I guess 
you're putting a bit of science behind why it's good to work on these things because actually well, the default to, yeah. state yeah. is yeah. to be negative yeah. because you know biologically uh is that is that the right yeah. word we've been tr- you know yeah. we're trained genetically evolution, evolutionary. that's right that's yeah, the word yeah. i'm looking for yeah. you know from an evolution standpoint we're wired to to focus on the negatives yeah. to stay alive yeah um so the video was good the video was good um yeah, no, no I mean, Trent's no. making fun of it, and I, I, I said, I'd said the same thing. It was really boring, but it's just the, the just close your the eyes. Flavor of medicine that yeah. you like to take. Yeah. I mean, I like more upbeat, more in your face things, and this guy would suit someone that is very tranquil and docile, and doesn't like know. any tonal tonal yeah. range at all. <laughs> yeah, it was probably a bad choice. Probably a bad choice. Bad choice of video. But, but Michael, no, man, no, I'm not knocking it. <laughs> no, but Michael did say that he's reading the book. Yes. Okay. Yes. And to and to to tell. So I went to the to the to the book as well. So you can get the book. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. So so for me, whenever I want to consume shit, right, um, particularly stuff in a very very condensed way, I just go straight to the quotes of the book. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've, so I've Googled some of the quotes and the, and, and the quotes are actually quite, there's quite a few of them probably can read the book through reading the quotes. Um, but one of the ones I want to share with you here, just quickly before we um, finish on this topic, but luckily we humans evolve not only mental habits that lead us into emotional difficulty, but also faculties through which we can free ourselves from them. The same skills we have used for the millennia to understand and thrive in our environment can help us understand how our minds create unnecessary suffering and how to free ourselves from it. And I think that's exactly what you're talking about. Yep. The pre and post Marco that we know, um, you've used the same tools, awareness, um, to allow yourself to observe and change um, your thought process. Mm. It might be an evolutionary, but uh, it's still bullshit to say that it's not a, a, a mindset change. It's, a, it's all your choice to be. It is choice. Well, just yeah, each, yeah. Each, 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 but but, you, but you, yeah. you become aware before you can choose, yeah. right? So yeah. when you become aware that an alternative exists, <clears throat> then it becomes yeah, a choice. Key. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really liked it. And it, it does take a lot of the stuff from the Buddhist tradition. These yeah, I've been, reading, I've been reading a lot of Zen this week. I mean, I've just had to find a way to Zen myself out my, through my meditations. I've chosen some 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 guided Zen meditations to do that, and I've gone back and some of the things I've been journaling about and writing about in social have been around. A lot of the stuff he talks about in the in the book is there's a lot of science now, like f- science based fact on meditation, mindfulness actually does rewire the brain down to the chromosome level. Yeah, like, but you know what? You say now there's science. Let's just let's always let's, be enough. But let, let's know that the original priests were fucking astrologers and scientists anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did I? I can't remember if I brought it up in this podcast, but I did hear a podcast uh, that covered the um, the truth and myth about meditation, and no, the, not, not the finding of their their episode was actually there's no scientific proof that it has benefit, but but like nine out of ten of the researchers and the PhDs and, and all of the people that had put out the fact that actually there's no conclusive evidence all meditate. Yeah. yeah, yeah because yeah. even though yeah. you can't quantify it or you can't measure it, yeah. this is the finding of this one podcast, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. which was, it, it has benefit. If, even if, even if science says 
it, it, you can't statistically prove it or whatever. It has benefited yeah, yep. through that through that ending of the yeah, yeah, podcast. Yeah. But yep. um, I just wanted to add a counter in case there are any haters out there being like, well, science doesn't say anything. I was like, well, yeah, fair enough, but people do it because it works. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. Cool. And clearly the guys that you're referencing haven't met Ronald and his haircut. True. Oh, Ronald. Great haircut. That's the next name of my cat. Next cat. <laughs> Winston and Ronald. Yeah, absolutely. Just don't name your son that, mate, or your daughter. If he's rang her, then it would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right. On that note, um, how, do you, how do you feel with where that's ended, Michael? Is that where yeah, you wanted think, to yeah, go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I didn't have a specific question in mind, but I think it was great that we got to the point of you've been through a journey of I'm a, still a, on that. A trend. Of course. Like, oh, we I, all I are. feel like, yeah. We I all don't are, feel man. like I'm, I'm anywhere I'm near the end. <laughs> Fuck it, man. Sometimes. Just choose to fucking be there, man. <laughs> I'm still taking my time to get there. Fuck it. Just choose it. Uh, you might, you sure. might, you might feel a few bumps, but fuck it. You're there. I think we're always going to be fighting it till our dying day. Don't but fight yeah, it. Accept it. I'm there. Good stuff. <laughs> we're just talking about positive and negative. Do you not fucking think oh, I'm fighting it or I'm doing it? It's just like, fuck, what's that? That's like grey. Grey doesn't fucking exist. Did we not say this? No, I think we are. The half wise. The no, fucking half wise get thrashed. I'm digging the energy. I'm just wondering where Hato's energy's gone from the start of the you, podcast. Man, this beer's gone straight in my head. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get real. Let's okay, get yeah. real. All right, All right, mate, right. we're on. I'm going to play, I'm gonna play, a, um, play. a play yeah, a YouTube okay, cool. clip because I think the audience needs to hear this if they haven't already. Not um, the whole 15 minutes, I hope. Fuck off, man. No, it's not, <laughs> it's 15, 15 minutes just, long. Just fucking let them listen to it, mate. I'm not going to play 15 minutes. I'll pause it at different pages. Jesus. <laughs> Don't you like the music? Oh, shit. Sorry. That sounds quite good. This program is brought to you by Stanford University. Please visit us at stanford.edu. Actually, no, what? Fuck you. Fuck, fuck you all. What, what I'll do... <laughs> play it. No, 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 no I'm, not, I'm not. What I'm going to do, I'll find, I will find something that's shorter because I'm just that fucking type of guy for you guys. I think, uh, I, if I you are listening like, right now, we apologise, firstly. Secondly, pause, uh, just, for, pause for a second. For pause this. Go watch the uh, <laughs> Steve Jobs commencement speech at Stanford, 2003. That's the, yeah, that's, that's the one we're, we're going for. Go and watch it. And I've, got, hey, I've got a five-minute version for you. I prepared this one earlier. That's a long time in podcast world, man. Jeez. Just shut up all of you, man. I'm trying to fucking end some value. Go to the positive, right. Conrad, please. Hang on. It's coming. <laughs> so it's Christmas. <laughs> Well, there's a few more. The beer's got a real. A how, how did I know that you got to, to say, oh, it's 15 minutes, we've got to go fucking shorter? It's really hoppy. Mm. When I was 17, I read a quote that went something like, if you live each day as if it was your last, someday you'll most certainly be right. It made an impression on me. And since then, for the past 33 years, I've looked in the mirror every morning and asked myself, if today were the last day of my life, would I want to do what I am about to do today? And whenever the answer has been no for too many days in a row, I know I need to change something. Remembering that I'll be dead soon is the most important tool I've ever encountered to help me make the big choices in life. Because almost everything, all external expectations, all pride, all fear of embarrassment or failure, these things just fall away in the face of death, leaving only what is truly important. Remembering that you are going to die 
is the best way I know to avoid the trap of thinking you have something to lose. You are already naked. There is no reason not to follow your heart. About a year ago, I was diagnosed with cancer. I had a scan at 7.30 in the morning and it clearly showed a tumor on my pancreas. I didn't even know what a pancreas was. The doctors told me this was almost certainly a type of cancer that is incurable and that I should expect to live no longer than three to six months. My doctor advised me to go home and get my affairs in order, which is doctor's code for prepare to die. It means to try and tell your kids everything. You thought you'd have the next 10 years to tell them in just a few months. It means to make sure everything is buttoned up so that it will be as easy as possible for your family. It means to say your goodbyes. No one wants to die. Even people who want to go to heaven don't want to die to get there. And yet, death is the destination we all share. No one has ever escaped it. And that is as it should be, because death is very likely the single best invention of life. It's life's change agent. It clears out the old to make way for the new. Right now, the new is you. But someday, not too long from now, you will gradually become the old and be cleared away. Sorry to be so dramatic, but it's quite true. Your time is limited, so don't waste it living someone else's life. Don't be trapped by dogma, which is living with the results of other people's thinking. Don't let the noise of others' opinions drown out your own inner voice. And most important, have the courage to follow your heart and intuition. They somehow already know what you truly want to become. Everything else is secondary. We've always defined ourselves by the ability to overcome the impossible. And we count these moments as our proudest achievements greatest accomplishments cannot be behind us, because our destiny lies above us. So guys, obviously that's the shortened version of the Stanford speech, obviously feel free to Google the full one. Um, it's one I listened to probably, I was trying to accurately get a date for you to, to get some context as to my life and what it's meant to me. Um, but I would say it was circa eight years ago um, that I, I heard this. I was sharing with, with a friend of mine. My, uh, Michael's down on the tinnies. Um, I think they taste differently, but I'll wait to see what you think. Um, I, I want to I ask a question. I want to go around the room first and get your initial takes on what you heard. Um, for those of you that have heard it before, um, does it make any difference hearing it again? Um, and then I've got a question I want to throw out um, to you at night and, and I'll give you some context around that after I, I, uh, I get your feedback. So Trav, since you're on your phone, <laughs> let's get some feedback. I was just finding my uh, notes that I wrote on it. I, uh, Good save. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually it was. Um, I listened to it a fair while ago as well I think seven or eight years at least oh, did I share that with you then? yeah I think so back, way back in the day so uh, for me that was actually a pivotal point in sort of my self development uh, because uh, the pretty much the one line that I love from it 
is our stay foolish, stay hungry. Mm. And that's his sort of last um, last quote, per se. Uh, basically saying that... Um, so what does that mean to you, though? It's okay to make mistakes because uh, foolish, I think you got to associate foolish. And you have fun doing it, right? That's what yeah. I, I took from yeah. it. Yeah, and then that other kind of reoccurring theme within the chat, uh, within his speech is... Uh, is that you got to find your passion and that's sort of the one thing that I kind of found very young. Um, so that's, they're kind of the main points that I took from it. Yeah. Um, you know, stay foolish, stay hungry and, and find your passion, find your love. Um, and just in last week in the podcast, uh, you know, I actually mentioned the, you know, if you were to die tomorrow uh, about the kind of relationship with, thing with your parents, uh, I'd kind of use that, that same analogy like he was saying. Um, if I were to die tomorrow, uh, would I be happy with what I've done today? And if it's no too many times in a row, then it's time to change. Um, and that's another thing that I have you know, strongly taken from it. And probably unknowingly, I didn't, I've, that's the first time I've heard it for a, a very long time. Um, and that's a, another quote from it or another kind of theme that's had a profound impact on me. Michael? Yeah, I mean, Steve Jobs is one of these, I mean, absolute icons, isn't he? He's a fucking enigma, mate. I yeah. mean, to everyone that's worked with him, you know, the proverbial C word wouldn't be far from... That's it. There's a real... Description there's of a, a yin-yang with him that was this dark side and light but side to him. he did so he did. much. Did so much. I mean, I mean, could, could you excuse some of his behaviour? Well, that for... story he talked about with his... Just the decision that his mum made to adopt Ooh. him out as a kid and they were his parents took him on in the end were so close to not, it wasn't going to happen. Yeah. But they promised that he would go to college. Yeah. Just these little decisions. I mean, if that hadn't happened, I mean, the world actually would be a different place right now. And that's the, the power this guy has. Well, like we wouldn't a, have Sans Serif and... Uh, exactly. Yeah, good Serif. fonts on the computer, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love the little... It's digger. crazy, man. I'm getting goosebumps talking about it. You know, Steve Jobs, to me, is, is, is an icon. And I know he's, a, he's, a, he's an interesting kind of bloke. And I try not to model my life off him, although some would argue I'm probably too far from being the C word used in my office sometimes. <laughs> um, but fuck, if you could move one millionth, one hundred millionth of the people that he's moved. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, right. you have a great, you've had a great life. Yeah. But I mean, the bit that really stuck with me was when he was talking about connecting the dots. Oh, mm. um, stole my thunder. He talked about, you know, whatever happens, happens, but you can look back in that and learn from it. Yeah. But looking forward, you can't connect dots looking forward. Trust, karma, that sort of just having the confidence just to friggin' go at life yeah. as much as you can. That was the bit that really stuck with me when I was listening to it. And it makes sense. You can, you can learn from your mistakes or your, or your successes. Um, see how I went to mistakes there? Negative straight away. Mm. And there, there was an Apple oh, ad that was about dots and connecting. Yeah. I don't know whether you yeah. guys remember it. Um, it was pretty fucking Remember cool. the one of the lady running down the center of the thing and yeah. throwing... That was iconic. Yeah. Screen. But yeah, that was the thing that, and he had, a, again, there's an Eastern connection with him. He really followed Eastern philosophies as well, and karma played a big part in his yeah. life. Um, but I really liked that, um, just trust trust life. Let go a little bit and just go with it. Well, um, before I, I hand over to Marco to talk about, just because you touched on the dots part, it was to me that the passage was, because it's the, 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 the speech is in three, story, three parts, right? He talks about uh, the first part, the, the story about connecting the dots, and he ends that paragraph 
oh, sorry, that, that part of it with a paragraph saying, again, you cannot connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect them looking backward. So you have to trust that the dots will somehow connect in your future. You have to trust in something, your gut, destiny, life, karma, whatever. This approach has never let me down and it has all made, and it's made all the difference in my life. And um, that's exactly what you're saying. And this gets back to the alchemist shit, man. You know, the universe is there for you. Just like, go about yeah. doing stuff that you really are passionate about yeah. and just trust in the outcome. Yeah. Um, and I'm living those moments at the moment. Um, and this relates completely to what the first topic is. We, we hold on to negative stuff too much and don't just let go because it's easy to do that. Just like freaking let go for a little bit and, f- and then you'll find yourself moving forward. Marco? I get overwhelmed with how much there is in it. It's, nice. it's, it's insane <laughs> it's in insane. those 15 minutes how... I mean, if you just wanted to study that for the next couple of months, you've got more than enough to go on. But oh, you got a tongue. The, I, and I hate sounding like this, but fuck it, I don't care because it's my truth. Um, <laughs> when, you, when you really believe in something enough, then you allow trust in yourself that stuff will work out. I've just quit my job. I'm going to move to London on a half-baked pro to work on a half-baked project with a mate. But because of the passion that I know that I have for what I'm doing, I'm trusting that I'm going to create opportunities from it. And I re- that really resonated with me because I, I believe that. I believe that I just, if you trust in something that you're passionate about, you will find the way. That was point number one. Point number two was, um, oh, what was point number two? Uh, I guess, oh, I just, I lost my train of thought. Talked about going, death. Going back to point one, like you said, it yeah. goes back to the alchemist. Yeah. Very, very similar. Yeah. If you don't know what the alchemist is, uh, listen to episode, episode one. one. I listened to that today, <laughs> man. It was really, Did you? really bizarre, yeah. yeah. Episode one. Yeah. Did that buy you enough time to find? <laughs> no, no. Was it the death part it. of it? Talking about death and yeah, of... talking about death. Um, can you run through your second and third parts? That so the, sec- the second part was all about um, love and loss. So... Oh, okay. Yeah, thank you. Um, when he talked about getting fired from Apple, you know, the board mm. sided with um, his partner uh, over him. He went and created. Two or three companies, one of which oh no, three three notable achievements. One I can't remember the name of the company. Next. Two was so it was next. Yep. Then it was Pixar. Yep. And he met his wife. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Through being fired, which and he was thirty years old, and he said, "If I hadn't have been fired, look what I would have missed out on." Yeah. And I so for me, it said, well, when's the next? Crazy, mm. When's the next big massive? Because something massive is going to come along. And it's going to completely knock me off my feet. What am I? Am I going to treat it as an opportunity, or am I going to treat it as? Am I going to become a victim of it? Mm. And you can just, just with that one example, go. Well, you can create the world's most successful digital animation, create the first digitally animated yeah. movie. You can create the company that's going to be bought back into Apple, which is going to lead to your um, eventual uh, resurgence within the company, and you can meet the love of your life. From one negative. From one yeah. massive, mm. massive negative. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was point number two. Um, oh, those are probably my two biggest ones. And the third one, going back to passion, just, yeah, do do something that you love. Find it. Invest in finding it because 
the the quote about him saying if you if you live every day like it's your last mm. then eventually you will yeah i like that spin it's on it hard to do when, when he then says um if you do it enough times to to <laughs> if you do it enough times in a row that you're not enjoying it then you've got an issue so that that goes back there's to a, that's a nice practical element it's to a that. good yeah. spin on it yeah saying, all right, fine, you may accept um, days here and there, but if it's continuous, just reevaluate it and, and be bold and brave enough to, to find out what it is that you do want to do. I'm having these conversations a lot with people at the moment because they know I'm leaving. They're saying, oh, I can't do that. I'm not. like, well, you choose not to. Then saying I can't do that is the first it's the, barrier. That's the layer of fucking concrete. And it, yeah. really, it really frustrates me because they could be – you know, they're like, oh, I've got kids. And, and I was like, but you, are you in massive amounts of debt? No. You could sell your house and go live in a shitbox if you wanted to change. Or, you know, you, you can make all of these decisions. So, yeah, I got overwhelmed by just how much there is in it. I, yeah, I for a 15-minute oh, speech, man, it's like it's I can't encourage filled. people enough to go listen to it. Yeah, It is crazy, right? I mean, I don't know how many times you guys have watched this. I mean, I've probably watched it. If I say a hundred times and I'm not understating it, it would probably be an understatement. Yeah. Um, every time I get into a shit set space in my life, and it happens regularly, yeah. um, <laughs> it's, a, it's a case of listening to that, admiring someone that was dealing with pancreatic cancer mm. um, yeah. and working through it. That's well, the thing. Who, death, death had faced him, hadn't it? it yeah, was he, like, told, he was told that he had three to six months to yeah. live. And, and death does give you... An amazing polarity, an amazing polarity, um, and I guess that's that's the part that I, I come back to in the sense of okay, well, shit, that's going to happen. No, that could happen fucking tomorrow. Mm. It could happen whenever. It happen right, right now. Are, are you are you happy with your contribution to the fucking planet? Forget to your partner. Forget that. Are you happy with your contribution to the fucking planet? Right, because if that's not where you're thinking, I, I, I think you're just playing two ways so fucking small. Well, I don't know. I, I would kind of disagree with that in the sense that you're just, are you happy with the benchmark you're setting? Yeah. And if, if you want to dedicate yourself to... Well, we talked about service a few weeks ago, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, you're now, you're now judging the level at no. which people set that at. No, I'm, saying, value, I'm, challenge, I'm, I'm, I'm challenging people to value the contribution to the planet. Yeah, but that, that's maybe why how, not how you them. value your success. Other people value it differently. I, I, I moved myself and how small I was thinking because before I listened to this and, and probably that was circa around the, the shit space in my life that things changed, I realised I was playing too small. And when I realised I was playing too small, it created too many opportunities for the small things that happen to have big impacts in my life. And so I, I changed my view on it and think, well, shit, aim for a bigger target. You're still playing a small game of the off. planet. What about the universe, man? Go all the way. I don't know how to speak Martian yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm serious. Yeah. Hey, I'm hey, serious. I've, I've said it. I'd love to be the first person to go to fucking Mars. And, and even though no, you don't come back, I would do it if I was ever given that opportunity. Sorry, we're all, we're all, all part of the universe. Animals. Can anyone smell that toasted sandwich? Because that smells <laughs> so good. <laughs> like, like, uh, are you hungry, Trey? So, oh, so my, question, my question, my question, my question, <laughs> okay, my question. question on it. Yep. Oh, are you looking at me? 
Mate, you said you were bringing fire today. You're talking about fucking toasted sandwiches. Get out of here. I think that is fire for a fucking yeah. ranger. <laughs> My question, my question to you guys. Oh, right. Is there a question to this? Let me, let me give some context, okay? Six months ago, sorry, December, uh, one of my good mates was diagnosed with prostate cancer. Um, so he was, he was uh, made redundant from his job, got diagnosed with prostate cancer, um, and his job was for 10, year, for 10 years, and, and um, you know, 47 years of age, you, 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 you're thrust in a very, very conflicted space in your life. How old? 47. At 47. Um, Recently and confirmed yesterday, another one of my friends, 46, is dealing with um, a stage four um, cancer, and she's um, and and she was attempting to have um, well, she was having IVF, and and it was mm. the process of IVF and some miss some some stuff that's happened through that that's that's transpired into this situation. Um, death is an amazing teacher to us. And Travis, you and I have talked about it on plenty of occasions, and I don't think I've spoken to, to you two gentlemen or, or Matt or, or Justin about, but the context for your success or your activity, where does it come from? And if, is death the measure? Is that what drives you, or, or if it doesn't, can it? Is life that valuable to you right now? Is your time that valuable to you right now? And if it's not, why not? It is a habit I'm getting into more, is thinking about death and thinking the, the kind of stoic way of negative visualization of imagining, sort of putting it in your head that this could happen at any stage or to a family member or to a friend. Yeah. Um, and that, that straight away puts you into pers- into a different perspective. So that's very powerful. I, um, came, I came into a meeting this morning um, and Marco was in there and he can, you can agree with this. I've come into this meeting having given two people that are working on a project in, in, in my business um, since December to come up with something for me. Um, and I've told them I need it by next Wednesday now. So they've got the weekend to sort it out. Okay. Um, to me, and I, I came in this morning fired up because of the news I got on the way into work about my friend that's dealing with this, 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 this category four cancer, stage four cancer. Um, now, now when, when I talk about my impact, what I'm hoping to have with what I'm trying to put together is influence my industry in a way that delivers some level of comfort in, and at a more affordable price point to people en masse. My vision is to impact as many Australians as possible in financial services. I've got to get this shit out there and there needs to be more urgency. And I've come in this meeting, you were there, Marco. I said, guys, you now got to Wednesday, fix the fucking problem. We, and I think the practice of thinking about it or something that happens to a friend enables that, enables that urgency. But do we need that? I mean, because I'm almost embarrassed I've let it get to this point. Uh, I don't think you can go down that path because you can well, learn. What, 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 if, if, if death is your motivator, and, and, and for me, my, my, my dad's passing, uh, finality of relationships, you know, my time, time to me is so fucking precious, but I allow other people's agendas to fucking dictate my outcomes. Okay. So... What's driving you guys at man? What's making you do the shit you're doing? And if it's not that time is finite, why not? For me, um, my single biggest fear for a long time was death. And uh, it's taken me a long time to grapple with acknowledging that one day it will happen. 
but not being able to control that was probably the single biggest fear. Uh, so I use that as motivation now. And yeah. that's why, you know, I've kind of quoted it the last two weeks is uh, being able to say that tomorrow, if I did die, I would be happy. And to answer your question, yes, I use death as a major motivation to me because uh, I guess my stemming from my biggest fear was getting to 65, 75, 85. If you're that fucking lucky. Exactly. And uh, not living the life that I wanted to. Uh, so, yes, a short answer, I, I use that as a major motivation. How do you define the life that you want, though? Was that maybe the, one of the issues that you didn't really know if you were, if you were living the the right well, well job, jobs in this speech defines it right if, you, if, yeah. you're, if you're not happy or you're not ready for your day then change something yeah that's how he defines it and I do it every day am I ready to take my day in a fucking mirror every day yeah I'll answer later but I'll put it on you though because observing I don't know if, I don't know if we've actually said that I've been doing this today but I've been following Conrad round filming him because I'm going to be doing this sort of work over in Europe when I move over there. I'm just the most interesting um, character in this room. That's why you do it with oh, me, aren't you? Come on. Um, and I'm going to put it on you that even though you said that this morning you took control, Yep. you walked in there, you you know, slammed your fists. You didn't, but, you know, metaphorically slammed yep. your fists on the table and said, sort this problem out. But that's you telling them to sort it. Because so where's your ownership? They've of- ta- so they, so where's the ownership is that I've had this project going for six months, almost five months. Yeah. Okay. And I've listened to excuses. I've listened to time issues. I've listened to this. So they gave me an issue. Conrad, I'm not a Dropbox yet. I thought I'd put them on Dropbox, right? So I said, okay, I'll fix it. I'll fix it right then and there. Okay. If the problem's fucking real, I'll fix it. But don't let the problem stop the fucking workflow. Okay. Solve the fucking problem. Don't whinge, don't bitch, don't complain. Because these people will have their hand out when the success is there to be rewarded for. They'll all want a piece of the pie. I guarantee that. Sure, but... So deal with, solve the problem. Don't, don't bring me the problem. Solve the fucking problem. Because I'll fix it. And then I'll think, well, what are you worth? Well, that's my question. Why, why don't you just fix it? Because I, through my life, I want to help other people. I want to help other people. I want to give other people a chance to be the best version of themselves possible. And a lot of people can't see what I see. So if I see something, there's an opportunity, I try and share it with people. Now, mm-hmm. along my way, a lot of people won't buy into it. In Steve Jobs' case, got kicked out of Apple. A lot of people didn't see what he saw. Mm-hmm. Pre and post um, his, his uh, exit and his, his re-entry. So um, I mean, does that mean that they, they're not seeing what you see then? No, they see parts of what I see. Okay. Um, and I can keep telling the story, but people get lost along the journey. They get lost in their own little frustration. They get lost in their own little problem. They, and t- tying back to the vision is what people don't do enough. Yeah. Yeah? I guess that comes down to what you were saying, is that it's your job to lead them to the vision and allow them to buy into why they need to get, get it done. Sure. So like I said to Edwin today, you know, he walked in, oh, I'm only five minutes late. No, you're not. You're 11 minutes late. Mm-hmm. So even in that conversation, dude, value the time I'm giving you because this guy's helping me. I want to make him a shareholder of my business. I want to take him on that journey. Value that. And he was 11 minutes late. 11 minutes late with excuses. 
So I'm, I'm just going to keep ripping into you, but because um, all oh, of well, that's loaded into no, no, no. But yes. this is the type of discussions that we have, so that's yeah. fine. Um, all of that's loaded with a lot of expectation. Sure. If if, if he mm. expects to be given an opportunity to be a part of something, then bring value. Don't bring excuses. Because I can hire someone to give me fucking excuses. Yep. No, I'm just pointing it out that we because a strong theme that we have is sounds like you have hired hired somebody to give you excuses. No, I haven't. He's told me he wants to build something that he can be okay. a part of. Yeah, yeah. I said, okay, I've got a project for you. And you'll give me your time and I'll give you the opportunity. And he said to me last week, Conrad, we need to have an MOU in place so that I can, I can ensure that what I'm going to get paid at the back end is all good. What am I going to get? I said, mate, we can shake hands. We can, we can, sorry, we can do an MOU. I said, but what do you think it's worth when it gets to a battle with me? I said, I shook your hand. I said, you've got to deal with me. Just deliver. Just deliver. Now, as a parent, you see the greatest in your kids. The frustrating part is them not seeing it in themselves. Mm. Oh, definitely, yeah. yeah. Right? The same things with teams and staff. Yeah, I like that analogy. That's All right? Stop looking for the safety net and have a fucking crack. Give it your best. Yeah. Because you know what? You may not be here tomorrow. And what's someone going to say to you? Say about you? Well, who cares what they say about you? No, but if you're trying to impact someone's life, you want to be able to impact their life. And you, you can't tolerate excuses. Is that yeah, fair? Fair. 100%. Sorry, fair. I interrupted you before, Marco. What were you... No, I don't, I don't, think, I don't think you did. My, um... Marco, you're, you're taking massive action, right? I'm, I'm a massive fan. Massive fan. Thank you. Um, and we're going to do some shit later anyway. But can, can you not see where, well, no, fuck, fuck what you can't see. What's your motivation? Yeah, so my answer to the question, um, probably on the weaker side of reminding myself about death compared to maybe over the last 12 months. There was a period, I think it was when I was reading a lot of Marcus Aurelius, um, which makes a lot of sense, uh, was thinking a lot about death. Um, when I think now where I'm at is I think a lot about, well, does this feed me and does it make me happy, you know, truly happy and is my motive for doing this um, genuine and, and fulfilling? And so that's basically where it stops. If I spend the time to think about What's the next step beyond that? Why, why am I motivated to, to be fulfilled? It's because I only get, you know, I only get one shot at that, that literally the seconds that I just spent talking into this microphone, I never, ever, ever get back, ever. That's it, they're done. They're committed to being in this room with you guys. That's it. That was my one shot at it. You're doing and a good so job. I do, thank you. <laughs> And so I do think about it from that perspective. Am I happy with what I'm doing with my one shot? Probably been stronger about thinking about death, but um, I, do, I do mention it to other people. I do mention it to myself and um, it's a fucking powerful motivator. Oh. And, and I, I find it really does resonate. Again, I'm having a lot of these sorts of conversations with people at the office. 
I really find it resonates when you put it in that way. I love how you, say, you just that, say, say deal with these people at the office. It's such <laughs> a fucking mundane way. Um, fuck. No, no, oh, fuck. I love them all, but um, I just I feel like I'm on a repeat at the yeah. moment with a lot of people. But that's fine because I really <coughs> enjoy it. But when you put it in the context of you literally that second that we've just had this conversation in, you don't get that back. People go, oh, hey, wait, that's really true. And then when I sit and I catch myself sat at my desk looking at forecasts and whatever going, is this, is this really what I... Yeah. Really I know. What's that book, Life in Half a Second? Have you read that? No, I haven't uh, read that one yet. And then you know, the, you look at even just the human race in the oh, in the yeah. space of the universe. It's like that, you know. It's 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 for me. It's just context. Yeah, there is a fucking finality. There is a bookend. Yeah. And I think well, too many of us just meander through. But do you? I mean. I mean, you're a fairly spiritual guy and you've read a lot um, from the Christian side, from Buddhist side, from whatever, but do you really think there is an end, though? There's an end to yourself. There's an end to this experience, mate. Yeah, of course, yeah. Um, And if life's about fucking experiences, then experience it. As as our current state. Yeah. 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 Um, You know, I'm I'm not going to attempt to open the, the... the issues around different religious beliefs, but just treat this fucking space as, a, as an experience with the absolute disregard to everyone else's fucking bullshit. There was a, I think there was a piece in this book that I was listening to where he talked about, we talked about ants before as well, how they look at an ant colony as an actual living organism. And humans are the same. Yeah. Like we're actually just all part of that one organism that is human, that is the universe. I'm the Sylvester And I think this is where it comes down to I don't know, this sort of the ego and everything's about yourself, how good I make my life and all that sort of stuff. Whereas I find it powerful to look. But that's contr- contribution. If you're talking ant colony, it's contribution. Everyone has oh, a definitely, role. Definitely, yeah. And it feeds a higher purpose. Yep. You talk about crustaceans, you talk about the lobsters, the same fucking thing, crazy. Yeah, yeah, you make, up that, you make up that part. And that's what I was saying, don't limit to the planet. You make up that part of everything. Yeah. Like. And, all right, here's a question. Um, given what, what we're just talking about and then what each of our plans are for this evening, it's a Friday evening, it's Friday evening, and if you put the lens of, well, I only get one shot at this evening for the rest of my life, does it feed me and what I want to do with my life? Would fuck you, yeah, I'm ticking boxes. Change, would you change or nah. would you keep what you're doing nah, tonight? No, fuck it. Yeah, nah, yeah. I'm ticking boxes. You're ticking boxes? I'm spending it with family, so I'm ticking a box to a degree, but am I pushing myself to that next Just, level? What's your gut feel? My, my, I feel I I'm on a good yes. plane. I'm on a good plane, but I think I, I'm, there is elements that, that does know that I, I could be doing more, but maybe I don't know what that more is. I don't know. I'm happy. I'm content. Yeah. Well, mate, but as Job says, if you're happy, you're happy, man. Yeah. Yeah. As long as you're aware that you're doing that for a reason, when you're just if you're fucking, yeah, if you're at home and say, "Fuck it, I want to be exactly. here." Oh, exactly. No, no, I love. Yeah. Yeah. I'm loving life. Just Fuck it, man. Yeah, if that's yeah, what you want to do, do it. Yeah. Um, but I still want to improve <laughs> oh, and still want to push. Right now, yeah, yeah. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> that was just the yeah, 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 yeah. most docile way of saying, "I'm fucking loving life." No, no, actually, that guy from Impact Theory, the we talked about that Rick guy. That we yeah. looked at the other day. He talked. He used to write on his arm the amount of days he had left, and every day he would change it and go down one, down one, and down one. These little interactions. And he talked to that guy, the the guy interviewing, and said, 
So how often do you see your parents? And he said, oh, twice. That's, that's hectic, man. He said twice a year Fuck. or once a year. And he said, okay, yeah. so you're only going to see your parents another 18 times. Yeah. That, like, that's, <laughs> that's context, yeah, Jesus, right? But, and context. that's, again, uh, sorry, I, I think it's better described as perspective. Yeah, sorry. Perspective, yeah. It's, yeah. You know, it's... That is perspective, and it's just is the he power fucking drunk? Perspective, yeah, I think so. It's just Hato having his. No, it's funny. He's people. still thinking about the toasty. Two photos <laughs> in my um my camera roll that I've been meaning to put in our group about perspective, and yeah. like I haven't done it all day, and it's just uh, and then, just and laughing. but so. it goes. It's the it's the two faces with the yep. white and the black. It's yeah. perspective. It's Thanks, is the glass half full, half yeah. empty, or as I like to say, it's full. <laughs> Because it's full of air and water, which are both fluids. So, and the thing, you know, it's that's all being so positive. Yeah, <laughs> stop being so positive. That's just real. That's fact. You know? I think one of the biggest things is is moment to moment, like that little moment you. I really had. appreciate that. Thanks, because I think I've been using it out of context for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> that Sorry. moment we have at every second, doing the right thing. Just do the right thing whenever it is. Like in well, that, in I that still moment. have a gripe with saying that do the right oh, thing. What's the right thing? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I just still like that gut, yeah, that gut feeling of what. Like right by what you. It is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? Do do what you want yeah, to do. You do then. you every second. Because like like uh, do Steve Jobs was saying, he was saying that uh, fuck was nothing, but it's okay to make mistakes. I'm not saying not make mistakes or not yeah. fail or not do this. I'm just saying you have the opportunity to do the right thing based on your values. Yes. Right. Okay. On your perspective. On your perspective, yeah. yeah. Or no, context. <laughs> stay foolish. That's what I was trying to think of. Stay foolish, stay hungry. No, man, it's cool. And I love sharing this shit with you guys because I know, and, and Trav's been around for a while, so he's probably going to... He's not that old. Hey, no. I'm older. You're no, older. He's been, around, <laughs> he's been around me for a while, so he's shared this journey with me for, for the most part of it. So... Um, I'm you very know. sorry to hear that, Trev. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been like crash test dummies, man. You now know why I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I'm really just ruining the part where I could put some piano riff down on the, <laughs> on the vlog and get something emotional out of you, but it's just going to be me jumping in with like stupid little remarks. <laughs> but it's just as it even gets better to share it with you guys, get it on audio and have that moment recorded now for as long as I need to come back to it. Yeah. Mm. And bad luck, Matt and Justin. We miss you, actually. We do miss you. Who, I don't. Matt that? would find a way <laughs> to not have watched it and then brought no context to it or perspective. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh damn. Savage. Holy shit. All right, man. In five weeks' as time, we're going to have a poll. We are going to have a fucking poll. But thanks for the use of your, um, your, your room, Matt. You're not here, but uh, really love you, bro. All right, on that note, guys, are we, uh, are we done? Any final thoughts? It was a pleasure. The beer went down well. It, it went down good. really well. Thank you. Would have been even that. nicer with a toasted sandwich. Oh, Furfy, refreshing ale. And uh, that is the end of episode 26. Do the right thing. Drink champagne. <laughs>